0: Cool. First, first and foremost, for those who are tuning in on Facebook, and for those who are tuning in through Zoom, today is perhaps one of the largest turnout of all our Zoom uh, meetings. Usually, it's on Facebook, but today we have a large crowd on uh, Facebook today uh, on Zoom today. So, thank you for tuning in. Uh, Warm well, welcome to Kio as well, tuning in first time. Thanks for joining today, mate. And uh, Kio is also part of. Uh, uh, part of this uh, Matt team in a special segment that we are creating uh, we just launched last week. Um, so stay tuned for that. It's uh, coming up really soon everybody. Um, but today is a special day, not just because uh, first and foremost thank you to everyone who you know, sent your lovely birthday wishes um, as much as this is uh, you know 30, 30 years of celebrating life. Uh, you know they say hitting thirty is something special, right? But uh, and yes, thirty is like the big mark. Like oh, you know, it's a big thing. But I think hitting thirty is also another significant event in my life. Uh, it's been thirty years since I've been healed, uh, in um, and been a miracle baby for the family, and how my family came to Christ, and that's why we are celebrating. Um, not just the birthday, but the significance of it, the meaning of it, of how my family were all saved. Um, but apart from that, today is also another celebration in a way that I want to bring, uh, uh, I want to give back to you guys in, uh, in, in, in blessing you guys and all of the audience tuning in on Facebook. And one of the ways that we are doing it uh, is I'm hosting a double live uh, session today called the Mentors Impact, and to and out of the two guests I have today, uh, they are Casey, who is now our first guest speaker, and the next guest speaker is Abel Chia. Uh, Casey is uh, director of Y Associates, and Abel Chia is the COO of Alpha Asia Pacific, uh, and also service pastor at HDBB. I used to work under Abel, so that is coming up later at nine thirty PM tonight. Um. But without further ado, so uh, let's, you know, as you can see here, I put up uh, the slides so you can find this session later on. Uh, Casey, again, is director of YSOC, and a little brief uh, info of our speakers today. Um, so yes, uh, you'll be able to find this session with uh, Casey later on up on Spotify later today. This evening will be put up on Spotify. Now, why associates, this is a little background. I'm going to just do a little promotion, for Kate, uh, not say promotion, but this is something that we always uh, like to give you a little bit of background. Uh, so perhaps, you know, later on, we will get Casey to share a little bit uh, about this, uh, uh, about what he does and everything. But here's just a generic of who they are, um, careers, and, you know, of course, what do they do? And if you want like to find out more, you can head to the website as shown below, y and Um, I won't dive into this because we would like to hear from the man himself. Uh, you can also find them on social media, on Instagram and Facebook. So anything with, regarding into insurance financial service, please, Casey is the man to look for if you do need any financial advice and anything. But I won't spoil so much of that. I'll let Casey himself to share the story. And so let's, uh, before we dive in into our session, uh, first and foremost, um, if if you guys have any questions for our guest speaker, uh, you can scan the QR code, uh, which is shown here uh, on your screen. But if you do not have, uh, if you're using your phone to tune into this session, uh, there'll be a link on the comment section on facebook you can click that and then you can type in your question for our guest speaker and we will look into our question for uh, questions with our guest speaker right at the end of the sessions now you guys must be wondering oh but what if uh, you go into the questions and i don't get the chance to um, answer them or get to input my uh, question for the guest speaker don't worry the qr code will be shown on each of all the slides during all the questions so you have ample time to, um, you know, get your questions out for a guest speaker. So without further ado, uh, Casey, thank you for coming on board to share with us. First and foremost, Casey is also uh, one of my, why I say he's my mentor. He's also my connect group leader uh, prior to meet, prior to uh, our connect group being multiplied and I lead my own connect group. But I still look up to him as a leader, um, that he uh, sort of gives me a lot of inspiration in how to run a connect group. And Casey, we've known each other for a while now, since, you know, in church. We know each other from church. And uh, we, yeah, that's, that's how I would say. And during my nine years under his uh, training and under the connect group, I've learned a lot from him, Grace. Uh, and also how to, you know, be a blessing to others. And so if there's any two person or three person that I look up to who has been giving me a lot of impact into how I make my daily decisions into running this program and uh, stewardship of leadership, it has to be Casey, Abel, and of course, not forgetting our uh, Wei Loon, who is here, our brother, who is tuning in here as well. I have to give credit to him as well. Um, but yeah, so without... Further uh, ado, I uh, like for Casey. Perhaps for those who don't know Casey, uh, don't worry. Uh, we're gonna get Casey to share a little bit about himself. Uh, so Casey, first and foremost, welcome and thank you for coming on board. Um, it's such a blessing to have a mentor to come and share. Which we'll dive into that topic um, shortly. But yeah, perhaps you know, uh, share a little bit about yourself. You know, what do you grew up studying and your hobbies and some fun facts about yourself before we go into the main course of the session sure uh can you guys hear me, yeah, Jesse? Thank you so much. Uh, I didn't realize it's your thirtieth birthday already oh man, oh man. <laughs> i i I keep thinking you're twenty early twenties uh and in my mind, you're always a what we call a mid twenties. You never aged to me. you've always been twenty plus to me, you know, but happy birthday, happy thirtieth birthday. Um, definitely is a milestone and I really uh, am very very inspired by what you've been doing including this podcast and also the the Spotify things Uh, I think it goes to many channels right Uh, also it goes to uh, you know Facebook live YouTube and all these things and I think you're doing a great thing you know Uh, and I really want to applaud you and I think it's not easy to pull a team together I know there are a lot of people who are helping you Uh, I see a lot of familiar people here uh, hi wendy we see you again you're helping uh, i haven't met kiyomi fumi uh Kyo, is it hi hey, hi, hi. I've, I've never met you before okay uh, but nice, nice nice to see you, see you. yes yeah and uh, i see quite a few others of course Waylun, our brother who is uh who is from my ILC and he is uh, uh always there and uh i'm very uh Jean is here as well wow Jean good to see you and of course there's some others which probably i i don't i don't see your faces but you know um, I probably will recognize you with each other. We miss you so much. And I actually, I miss you guys so much as well because so long we have not been able to gather together, uh, especially in church as well. I think, how long, uh, Jesse? More than a year, you know, if you think about I, it. I think if to us, we have, we'll, you know, yeah. uh, I think it's been eight months. Uh, no, actually, actually, if I'm not... I mean, you don't all... count the ones that we went in for a short while and then we have to disperse. You count the ones that we could still sit down in the you know, 153 and things I like see. that. I yeah. see, one year, exactly more about than a year. year plus, yeah. Correct, correct. So we pray and hope that, you know, God is going to clear all this, then we can meet up again soon, it'd be so good. Yeah, but anyway, Jesse, I did, I'd did. i be honest with you, today's session, I'm just going to share from my heart. Yeah. So I didn't prepare anything that is uh, very professional to share with you today. So no. I thought I'll just have a conversation style with you, you know, yeah. uh, and then we'll just have a chat and then I'll share a bit about, and then you can keep asking from there. So, does it sound good to you, do you guys? You know, something that's more real? Okay. Of course, something different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, I won't do any promotional thing and all the too, too <laughs> professional <laughs> thing. I'll just be myself. Yeah. So, okay. I'll tell you a bit about myself. Uh, so, what do you want to know? What did I study? Okay. Uh, basically, um. I I, 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 I came from uh, a double degree. Um, I graduated with double degrees from Monash University in Australia. I studied in the Clayton campus. I was in Australia for about six years and um, I did a double degree it was business systems and law okay and um, the reason I got into the course which is, is a very interesting story I won't bore you all too much with it uh, but I got the minimum entry requirement I still remember I still remember seeing the teaching counselor at a time in college and you know he asked what do you want to study you know I think this is very important what do you want to study and what is it that you know want to, you want to be so you know I'm scared of blood, so I can't be a doctor. You know, I'm Asian parents, right? So I can't be a doctor. Uh, I don't like calculation, so I'm not going to go to accounts and finance. I wasn't very good at maths at the time, uh, which is ironic because I'm doing financial planning today. Yeah, But uh, the other thing was um, engineering, I thought about it. And the other thing I liked was IT, you know, computers and stuff. But I did think about law school uh, because, you know, if I could go in, then why not? You know, But at first, the counsellor told me it was so hard to get in and everything. Uh, and after my trial exam, I still remember very clearly. Uh, with all due respect to the counselor, they looked. She, you know, he looked at my grade, and you know, in Australia, they don't really tell you to your face, or or maybe I'm not very sure. But he looked at the grade. He looked at me and said, "Casey, you know, um, I think you should have some other options." You know, he, was, <laughs> he didn't say that I wasn't good enough because my score was like seventy over. And he said, "Casey, I think you need to have more options." You know, I'm not saying that you can't go in, but it's going to be very tough for you even to go in. You know. So, so that's how it is. So, but you never let people tell you what you can and cannot do because our God can really bring us through, okay? So, so what I did was I prayed. I prayed to God and I said, okay, you know, just uh, God, if, if it's, you know, meant to be, I'll go in, you know, I'll go in, okay? And so so what happened was, uh, you know, thank God, you know, um, he helped me through my studies and my exam and I scored a, a tr score of 90. So that was the minimum to enter the university. And I got into double degree course, yeah. So, praise a lot. I still remember it's all glory to God uh, because you know I, I was always an average student, so I never knew how I got to actually, actually, until today, I think the examiners did something wrong when they marked my paper for some reason, you know. Uh, but God had it I go into law school and not only go to law school but graduate from law school and become a qualified lawyer. So, I got admitted to the bar, uh, in uh, I did, I did uh, study part time, uh, because I came back in uh, 2008 uh, when my mother had cancer and then I was back home with the family business and I continued to pursue, uh, to get my law uh, practicing certificate, well, not practicing certificate, but they call it, it's like chambering here, but to do your bar. So I did it uh, on an online course and I fly to Australia and back and I finally got got you know admitted to the bar in Australia. I think this was about, I, I can't really recall already how many years ago, uh, maybe before my son was born. So about eight years ago. La. Yeah, so that that's why I studied, you know. Uh, IT was was okay for me. It was quite quite alright for me because it's something I was good at. But law school, you know, is really by the grace of God la, How I come out la. It, It's a testimony by itself. Yeah. So uh, if I overshoot Jesse, you can just interrupt. by, by the way, <laughs> no worries. No, 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 yeah. no, no worries at all. I think, I think, I think that's that's um that that's totally that's mm. totally fine. Um, you know, uh. Yeah, you know, that, that's very that's very interesting, like what you shared, like about what you study and, and that's, I think that's something uh, input that, you know, some of us, you know, I, I had my previous guests uh, who came on board, I met them, but some of the things, mm. you know, um, you, 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 you don't know, because sometimes you talk, you talk about other things that you don't ask the basic things. So some of these questions, I put it there mm. is for some of us who perhaps, you know, want to know a little bit about what you Mm. study, what you do and and everything. So that's why most of the questions for some of our um, audience who are tuning in today Mm. uh, and who have tuned in for previous session, you must be wondering the questions. Um, So yes, the questions are almost generally maybe about the same, but each speaker has different, different, you know, stories to, to share. So yeah, that's uh, that's the juice of it. Um but perhaps Casey, cool. um some yep. hobbies and fun facts. What oh, what okay. any hobbies that you do, what's your favorite hobbies and, Right. what are right. the fun um, facts about yourself? Okay. You share? Um if you ask my wife, I'm a very boring person. She sometimes thinks that she married the wrong person. Uh mm-hmm. because <laughs> when I'm in a social setting, I can I can chat and make friends. But uh the things that I like to do are very boring. Okay, i will explain to you <laughs> so one of my hobbies is doing model kits uh gunpla or gundam model kits uh, i'm very heavily anime inspired uh, i do enjoy uh, japanese animation um, and i i'm very into the japanese culture i love traveling to japan and things like that and i do a lot of model kits last time uh, it's, it's all from my friend's influence i have a friend in singapore uh, Jiarong, he, he influenced me to do a lot of these model kits those days so it, it requires a lot of patience So um, lately, um, my wife and I have been picking up doing some leather crafting at home for fun. You know, since we're at home, uh, I've been uh, just dabbling and doing some fun stuff. Um, So things with my hands, that's not quite fun. Um, Other than that, you know, I'm very normal. Um, I played a lot of uh, MMO last time when I was in university gaming. Uh, I never went professional because I was really bad at playing games um but right now probably just playing playstation 4 you know i haven't got the new playstation 5 when i have time uh other than that you know hobbies would be uh, spending time with my my wife spending time my son playing what he likes to play on and off and things like that i think very very normal uh boy stuff or guy stuff which i never really grow out of you know (laughs) playing games and things like that i still do it i think i think it's fun yeah is there some Gundams behind you, I think? some. Oh, seconds. yes, yes, yeah. there is some. Yes, uh, some Gundams there is one that I made with my son, so I'll just bring it to you to see. It's a very old kit. I think it's quite old already.
1: Wow, that's see. crazy.
0: Your collection uh, items, because I can see it of you as well. <laughs> correct. Uh, well, I have a lot, a lot of it. Like, it's not funny. Uh, it goes into storage, and then many of them I have not built yet uh but you know i i like i like posing them last time i like taking photos of them and things like that uh, but this is I, I did it with my son he got bored now so we're not doing anymore <laughs> yeah but there I you guess, go yeah i guess in future you could you know when you you know definitely i believe so god will bless you with bigger place if you're doing you can have <laughs> your own storage one room just put a whole collection of um yeah um, yeah random stuff you know uh yeah, yeah. Uh, I actually have a whole cab- cabinet of them, but I haven't displayed them. They're all in storage. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Small of it. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Uh, I think that's that's a good way. Uh, that's that's a very interesting like how many Gundams you have and stuff. Uh, you could you could yeah. literally perhaps do a store as well. I mean the amount of Gundam if you if you have. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right. Actually if there's anyone here who is uh who, who likes Gundam kits why not I give you a giveaway? I give you a Gundam kit, you know? Uh, I have a lot of them. I try to find some of them. If any of you here, uh, they want any free gift, uh, Jesse, I'll just give one or two of these Gundam kits. I got so many of them. It's not funny. Uh, they're not the latest ones. Some of them are old and they're harder to find, uh, but you can get started on that, yeah? So that's a, a free gift from me. Lah. Not a problem. Uh, depends on what they're supposed to do, lah, Jesse, whether they... Like or comment, or whatever, I can give it as a as a you know, give them a Gundam kit, lah, no problem. Uh, a brand new th- one, nah, not a built one, so you can actually build it yourself. Yeah, so oh. each of these kits cost about 100 over ringgit to 200, depending on the collectability. Yeah, by the way, guys, this is impromptu I, I, I did not discuss this with this, so <laughs> this is on the go. So if any one of you are interested in Gundam stuff, as Casey has mentioned, just put <laughs> on the comments and 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 yeah, or yeah. put on the this chat or WhatsApp, you know, yeah yeah well that's a very gracious of you Casey. thank you no, for, problem. no problem for sharing that um yeah but let's you know let's move on a little bit now I know it's mm. a bit structured but as you said let's do it free and easy um yeah you know let's talk about oops let's talk about you know um you know what do you do after completing your studies and you know I think one of the things that mm. I didn't find out from you personally from myself was why did you choose that career path? What was the career path after you choose that? And how did <laughs> right. that lead into this like entrance yes. financial? Like financial was yes. not yes. your thing. How did that end up for you? Yeah. Definitely. So so what happened was uh when I finished studies, you know, the first thing that I wanted to do uh, was actually to 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 my, my, my goal was to to work in corporate, you know, to work in a, a simple uh, corporate easy job and take it easy, you know. Uh, I didn't really want to to go into insurance, I think nobody actually, uh, you know, when a teacher asks you in school, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? You know, they want to be astronauts, they want to be doctors, they want to be lawyers. Nobody goes up and say, hey, I want to be an insurance agent. I want to do financial planning, you know. It's sort of the career we get into accidentally, but when we get into it and then sometimes we see what it can do, uh, you know, the passion can grow. And that can really, and I realized what I can do to impact people in this industry, which is why I've been here today and about 15 years. Left. And God has really brought me through a lot of these opportunities. So I came back, uh, I graduated in 2006 or 2007, I can't remember now. Uh, and I came back because my mother had uh, lung cancer, end stage lung cancer at that time. So uh, I came home. And the initial intention, like being, you know, if you're from an Asian family or uh, like like me and most of you, are, you know, if your father is running a business, then you come in and help. Lah, okay. So that's exactly what I did, Jesse. I came in and helped. Um, and I just, you know, just helped my father. He was in insurance business for about, by the time, about 20 plus 30 years, 30 over years already. So I came in and helped and uh, upon my mother's request and, you know, spend time with her and everything. Lah, yeah. So that's how I got into the business. Uh, but what, was interesting was what made me stay in a business because I saw uh, how important this business can, can, you know, if done correctly, which, which not a lot of people do correctly in the industry today, you know, if done correctly, you can really impact lives and, you know, you can really help families plan for their financial needs uh, you know, money coming at times that people need it, you know, because sometimes when people suffer a, a loss in a family, you know uh, there's the emotional impact there is a lot of impact to the family as well. The loss, you know, the grieving. But one of the things that is people don't realize is the financial loss is very serious So in some families. And if you don't plan it properly, it can add to the emotional side. That's why you hear stories of, of people not able to come out of situation. It, it's not, and sometimes, you know, we hear people of, you know, borrowing money. I, I think this is one of the things I realized. People borrow money and we, we tend to judge them. We say, hey, this fellow, why borrow for Along? Lah? You know, why get all this interest? But you know, most of these cases, right, they're actually real life, genuine cases that they needed money for either medical expenses or family loss of income and things like that. It's very very sad. Uh, so we shouldn't be quick to judge others. And you know, knowing that I'm in this industry, you know, I can help families and help people plan better, and that can really you know make an impact in their lives. And 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 I think that's why I continue to be in this career path. Um, I've gone through, uh, the highs. I've gone through the lows. Uh, in fact, um. I've even, uh, I, today I've, I've, I spoke, I even had the opportunity to speak on the platform. I think Jesse knows about this. I shared testimony, you know, over 2,000 people in the um, company annual uh, MDRT uh, meeting conference, where 2,000 people were there and I was sharing my testimony. So it's really amazing when you can impact people, um, knowing that, you know, in the industry, uh, I'm impacting people, but also to my clients and to my customers. Huh? So not just, not just the industry itself but the people who are around there, I think that's the most important thing. The fact that I can deal with people and that's how I got into this career path that I still enjoy, you know, dealing with people, dealing with lies and, and dealing with real things. Uh, sometimes when we talk to people, caring for them uh, and these, you can really see the impact on their families on that. And that's what kept me there. And that's why I'm still in this industry. Uh, and I did not move to other careers as well. Uh, yeah. It's 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 so good what you you, you mentioned there, uh, Casey. And I think speaking about you know you shared mm. you know about career path. Um, now I might be as I said as you mentioned earlier, this is sort of a free and easy chat, so it's not really structured. Yeah, yeah. Okay, These are sure. you know sets of questions. Mm. You know for the you know just just that. But when you talk about, I think I'm gonna just jump a little bit onto career path. Um, for those you know who are who have been in the working uh, working place. And, you know, for them, this like, oh, you... Um, I'm going to talk a little bit after this about leadership and mentorship, but uh, speaking cool. about career per, uh, career mm. path right now, um, you know, for those who may be like, oh, uh, on the verge, like, oh, is this the right career path for me? Mm-hmm. Is this where I should be? I feel like changing job. Now, yeah. when you it align that to you know, we always say this, I think I've had this conversation with yourself and Weilun as well. We always talk about, you know, mm. God place you in a specific career path for a reason. You're supposed to be uh, the leader. Uh, you're supposed to be the king mm. of a marketplace. Perhaps, you know, mm. if somebody is going through something like that, uh, because mm. this is related to what you just shared about how your yep. career path, why you were there. Is there something you'd yep. like to just share a little bit on that? Perhaps somebody is going through yeah. In that kind of turbulent moment where they have a career decision making to, to do. Is right. there something you right. could share a little bit about that? Yeah. That, that's actually a, a great, great question, Jesse. Um when we think about career path, right? I think when we first let's talk about when we first come out from school or university, right? <laughs> right. When you first come out, you know, we have these kind of ideal things of what we want to do our career. And I think God gave some gave us some of these dreams. Nothing wrong with those dreams. But sometimes along the way, you realize there are certain things that you want from the career, uh, you know, that might not be present in the path that you thought initially you wanted to be in. I think that's the important thing. And before any decision, you know, you need to talk to people around you, trusted counselors, and also you need to pray to God (laughs) because there are many times we are meant to be in a certain career or maybe for this season. Uh, Let's talk about season. Sometimes it's season, right, Jesse? You might be meant to be there right now, uh, but you know we are going through difficulties in in the career path. So sometimes the difficulty is meant to shape us. It's meant to mold us. If if we take it like, oh, this is not God's purpose for me. Oh, you know, no passion. You know, and then you jump. You know, then end up you might not learn what you need to learn. Mm. So so it's it's always a fine balance. I find it. But on the other hand, if you find that you know, you, you have prayer, you got confirmation, maybe talk to your leader or people who are close to you. Sometimes they can give you some, you know, insight of what, what you can be doing. Then you could be in a, a career that's not so suitable. But in the end of the day, I think no matter what, you know, um, just don't make decisions on passion alone. Because today, a lot of leaders and people are sharing about follow your passion, you know, you, know, uh, you love this, do this, you know. Uh, you love to play game, become a professional gamer. You love to—I don't know what else did I tell you nowadays? <laughs> follow your passion, follow your heart. But actually, you know, following your passion alone is very dangerous. <laughs> I find, her, her, her Jesse, is very dangerous because passion is feeling, and feelings change. You know, God doesn't work that way. And I think that's that—that that is a danger that today we fall into. You know, the boss comes to us. Uh, we have a—we have a bad break in a company, we did something wrong or we didn't get a breakthrough in a few months, we're impatient, you know, we're going like, oh, oh uh, okay, no passion, you know, uh, this is not what I feel. I don't feel like doing it anymore, so I don't do, you know. I think that that's really the danger. So, so you really need to discern this. It's not something that's easy, but I think that's where having a, I don't mean to promote care group, but having a care group is also important because you got, right, Jesse, we got people around you uh, and sometimes not in a casual setting, but you know people and you can chit chat with your friends and you know you have a perspective that maybe someone can give you from an outside view. Yeah. Yeah. So that can help you also, you know. Um, but like me, you know, I can't say I have passion to do insurance business initially. But as I got in and I realized that it is my calling and the purpose is fulfilled, then the passion can develop. You see, sometimes it works that way. So I find that you know, don't put too much emphasis on doing what you like and what you want all the time, but do on what um, you feel that you're called to. Mm. But at the same time, there are certain situations where you find that the career has no no headway or whatever, right? Yeah. Um, then talk to someone, talk to someone, talk to a mentor, uh, talk to a friend, you know, and, and, and pray, pray to God about it. And, and, you know, don't just make these hasty decisions, you know, so that's my that's my 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 take on it lah. yeah. Great, great. I I like what you just mentioned um because mm. it's like purpose uh it's like passion alone cannot as you said you can't go far. Mm. But when you combine you when you put your purpose and calling first, then the passion will follow, and that's mm. where you start seeing uh new things come for you. And I think I think it's really important what you just shared there. You know, purpose and uh, and your calling, cause. When you find your purpose, sometimes mm. it is true, even though you may like it. I I I think one of the things I can share here, having mm. this great conversation, is that um doing this, actually doing this itself or running a connect group or running this map program itself, it's it's um it's um it's something I never thought I would do, right? And it's not something I would want to do. Uh, speaking mm. in front of people to share but if this is the calling sometimes God will use something that you don't like to do a calling and turn it into something you enjoy doing um, mm. I never had the guts to do this live never had the guts to run all these sessions live but look where we we are right now um, and so yeah absolutely agree mm. with you Casey on what you just shared there um, and thanks for sharing on that um, secondly you know there's this, this, this question that I asked um, previously. I had Sabrina from Elevate to come and share. Mm. Yeah, and yeah, I think that this was a is a great session. This this is a curious one. I would like to, to to know. Um, just to share with us a little bit more, mm. a little bit about why associates. Um, now I know you were previously in AIA, mm. uh, if I'm not wrong. Correct me if I'm yeah, wrong. Yeah. That's what I knew. Yeah. And then now you are put as Y Associates, right? Um, yeah. And when I got Sabrina on, uh, she said, you know, I, I I, didn't realize it was a rebranding, but she was sharing about, you know, Elevate mm. is just a rebranding from her team in Prudential. So now I'm just mm. wondering is, you know, perhaps you share a little bit with us a bit of yeah. Y Associates. And then secondly, sure. is sure. this a rebranding just to, yeah. for your agency team or is just a separate thing altogether in you? Yeah, Yeah. So, so Y Associates is actually founded by Harold, Harold Y, uh, my father. So I'm the second generation. Uh, we've been around for almost half a century. Um, that's long, almost uh, 48 years. I think 48 years in the insurance industry. So the team and our branding we call Y Associates, um, and it was started by Harold. And of course, we have a team of unit managers and partners, uh, five different partners and running their own units uh, in our team. And also a group of salespeople, uh, totaling maybe about 30, 30 plus of us who are working together, 30 to 50 uh, advisors that are working together. So people who are insurance agents or life planners, you know, in AIA who work with us, we call them Y advisors. Yeah. So um, we are still representing AIA for life insurance business. But of course, uh, for other lines of business, such as general insurance, uh, we do trust distribution. We do, um, you know, advice on, on uh, investments as well. We do represent other companies as well. So it's not to say that um, we, we are not with AIA. We are still a partner with AIA, but for the life insurance business side. Yeah. So it, it's, not, it's not really leaving the team and not leaving AIA. La. So we take them as part sort of a, a you know, uh, we are an agency, you know, so it's an agency model. So we work with them very closely um, and they provide us the tools and the infra to, to sell the products and to distribute the products of AIA. So we use AIA products exclusively uh, for our life insurance planning, uh, for production planning, yeah. So Y Associates, is, it's, uh, it's been around for a long time and we have a very interesting diverse team. So mostly our team are professionals. We work together and the target customers and the people that we deal with our clients are executive level, you know, mid-management, management level, C-suite executives, Uh, These are the clients that we deal with and also business owners and business people as well. Yeah. So we do four things, okay, for for clients and our customers, okay? Creation, creating wealth, protecting wealth, okay, conserving the wealth and distributing their wealth. So these are the four key areas that we work on for every client. Yeah. So as a team, we are also uh, looking for uh, good people to work with so we have career opportunities with us if you are interested to find out about our programs um, we do hire and we do taking good people but um, you know you can always reach out to me Yeah, you can direct message me on Instagram you can go to Associate direct message uh, we have a lot of careers opportunities with us so we always have uh, a lot of people who come in and join our team uh, to work with us as advisors as well so they will be in the financial services line uh, representing uh, you know us and also uh, selling products from uh, AIA you know uh, we have our investment arm which is a manual life investment we also have a generation site with Allianz and different other companies like a few others under us yeah and even trustees we are should be trustees we do trust advisory as well yeah and insurance trust yeah so so that's that's what it is generally like. great Wow, thanks for thanks for sharing on that. So, you know, because that that was something that I was uh, like, why mm-hmm. associate? I was thinking, eh, there's one thing I didn't ask KC the other day, was it, you know, because when Sabrina brought that up the last time, we yeah, yeah. It, but that's the get you by associate, is KC at the Because often we don't really talk about career ta- career stuff with yeah. one another because we are in a connect setting, we want to talk. Outside usually yeah, yeah. we don't even talk about this. But you know, I, I wanted to talk about this because reason being is that you know, through the career, you know why I bring this career stuff is because mm. I want to see, I want people to see the journey and how God has blessed them through the journey as well. And it is through mm. this work environment journeys or your stories that we can see how people, you know, have been changed and how God has blessed them. Especially like Sabrina's story, you know, how she came up into becoming a co-founder of Elevate, and that's one thing. Yeah. So that's why I, I, I brought this, you know, topic up. And something that I didn't ask you. Until today, I thought, hey, I better ask, you know, Casey. This okay. dinner, yeah, yeah. Um, but for those of you tuning in, uh, just join in on Facebook. Uh, there's a QR code right below. We have TC Y, who is a uh, director of uh, Y Associates, who is sharing with us today on mentor uh, on this mentor special. Um, and if you have any question for our guest speaker, there's a QR code scanner, as you can see on the slides right now, below on, on your left corner of your screen. Uh, if you have any questions, please use your phone to scan that. If you do not have a phone, um, uh, sorry, if you're using your phone to tune into this session, uh, there is a link in the comment section below. Right, Casey, with that, mm. without further ado, I think one of the things that, you know, I I, I what, why I also ask you to come aboard to share this. The other reason also is um, now knowing this session is a mentor series session. Yeah. Um. And I've been guided by you for almost nine years under your leadership. I've learned so much to you. Um. So one of the things that I like to ask, you know, there are many great leaders out there. And as I've mm-hmm. said earlier, before we went live, um, I know in my life there's so many great people, but Three of mm. them. Uh, one of course is definitely yourself, Casey. Uh, my other mentor is also uh, Able Chair, who is coming to speak on at 9:30 p.m. And uh, of course, not forgetting Wei Loon, who is here tuning with us, you know, uh in, in, in spiritual and also in music, music leader. I also still consult Wei Loon. He's the master of you know music and yeah. stuff. He knows this, you know, he's anointed, truly anointed. I can't say more about that. But until I get him on board to share on another session, um, we'll leave that for there now. <laughs> I know maybe yeah. I'm putting Willu on the spotlight, but no, that's that but that spotlight is truly um, how much he has played a role in my life as well as yourself, Casey. Yeah. Um, so, you know, can you share with us about, you know, to you what leadership mentorship is, especially in your work environment where you lead the team mm-hmm. and perhaps... In this mentor and leadership, how can we be leaders in your in your in your world? How can we each be leaders in our field or what yeah. we are doing right now? Yeah, okay thanks jesse that that's a very, very tough question. I'll try my best to answer it, okay first of all, um, thank you very much, Jesse, for all your praise. Um, I don't think I am a great leader, okay I don't think I'm a great leader, okay uh, I do think that um, there are many times. I think the the thing that really happens I'm speaking from the heart is I do question my core of leadership. I do question it um and I question it um of course, you know being a leader in the outside in the in the in the in the in the professional context you know uh it's not that we have to know everything and to solve everything. I think that's a thing we must understand you know when I first became a leader uh, I've been leading teams, uh, I have a team of uh, life planners uh, with me. And also, you know, I I, I lead in the sell uh, connect group with you guys and all these things. I find that uh, I always not very sure whether I'm doing it the correct way or, or, or you know, doing it the, the leadership goal is the right way. But the most important thing to know is that we are not supposed as leaders to do everything ourselves. I think that was the greatest takeaway I had. And when I first started out, you know, I had all these dreams or things. I thought it was about, you know, uh, telling people what to do or, you know, getting results immediately or having the solution that, that, you know, answers everything. You know, this is what I thought leadership was. But as God brought me through over the 10 years, the 15 years, the ups and downs, uh, which, which really built me up because I had situations where, you know, I remember when I was leading my team and my company, um, I, had, I had a very top advisor, which, which I personally coached and trained. Um, but, you know, after I trained him, he actually betrayed me and the team. And not only that, there was actually a coup d'etat in, in the entire agency where, you know, he came up and, you know, tried to bring everyone who in the team were against me. That, you know, he wanted to, how to say, usurp my, my leadership in a sense there. So that was really a wake-up call for me to learn. But I realized that actually leadership is more like serving. I think so in the other day. I think there's a it's a book um, that that I read last time about from John Maxwell who talks about how leadership is in is is serving you know is serving people, uh and what we can do to to bring the team ahead better you know how we can bring out the best in people. I think that's the core of it because when we look at you know um for me like you know uh, we look at Jesus ministry, uh, how he was a great leader you know and and taking the people, it it's always about him coming to to help people to have that compassion. And I think that is the part uh, of leadership that I'm still learning. I'm still really learning on this um, about relationships with people uh, and about impacting people on a personal level, not just, not just the numbers, not just the sales, not just the income. I mean, profit, everything is important in a company. I understand that we have to have strategies and management, but I think leadership in the sense that, you know, it, it, it's more than that. It's about impacting people. It's about bringing a team. It's about inspiring, you know. It's about having those, uh, giving a vision to people and, and running with them. And this is where, you know, I learned a lot uh, being connected to church as well. And also from Pastor Joseph's teaching and RLC, you know. I always say that I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for the community and the church support around me and the people I, I work with, including you, Jesse, and all our camp members, uh, most of the time. When I'm leading cell group with you guys, I'm also learning, you know, and God is teaching me a lot of things. And I think that's the reason why why I am in that role uh, is, is so that I can keep learning. I think so, you know, God puts me there on purpose so that I gotta keep learning. I don't have a choice. Because if not, probably I wouldn't be bothered to do it. So maybe that's my character in a sense, like my my my, my nature, my my flashy nature, <laughs> that I didn't want to do things, you know. I'm kind of uh, I think people will call me the lazy person, you know. I'll I'll probably be the lazy person. But God puts me in all these places so that you know He wants me to learn something. And and yes, I'm still learning. I, I think I think I'll never finish learning la, and I hope that uh, I continue to grow in this leadership la, that I'm called to do. La. Yeah. But it's wow. never easy, lah. It's never easy. Yeah. I don't think it's easy as well. I I, I absolutely agree with what you've mentioned about, you know, serve to I think there's this saying called serve to lead and lead to serve. Um hmm. I I absolutely agree when you serve you. I never I didn't see this, right? And for those of you tuning in, um I'm gonna share something that you know, something maybe hmm. I, I may have shared with some of you or may not have shared it out loud. Um but you know, uh, sometimes when you serve, your your other people will be able to see the potential of leadership in you. You may not see it, and that's hmm. why I think. I, I always encourage uh, some of my members who tune in on my Monday night session where we run certain topics. And how did I run ran through those um, ideas to come up with this topic for us to grow? I think is looking as what you say, Casey, I think it's how can hmm. we serve people? How can we yeah. serve people? How can yeah. we do it better? And when you find that yourself in a uh, servanthood shape to serve hmm. other people, then that natural leadership, I believe, will come into you. God will give that leadership mm, and thought yeah into you, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Um, but one. one thing I did not notice was, you know, for you guys who are tuning in, we all can be leaders. Definitely, we're, yeah. not, we're not what. But one of the things I noticed was the difference between somebody who, uh, how I, I now get to understand what, is all about, about leadership is I saw how Casey, Weilun, and Abel, they saw, they believed in me before even I need to prove something to them. Mm. And that's the saying by John Maxwell, I think I posted on the quote, that when you believe in people before they, before they have to prove themselves, that's where they will mm. also see the potential grow in them. And that was one thing I mm. did not see that coming mm. when Casey, Abel, and the rest of them, and Wei Loon had sort of potential in me. Um, I will also say some of the pastors when Casey told me to, now, this is a, this is a real mm. story, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. And Casey, I think you know it, and pastor. So th- this was something that was caught me by surprise as well. Um, I think it was two years back, three years back, mm. when Casey gave me a call, hey, Jesse, um, connect group is going to multiply. And uh we need you to lead the connect group. And I was just pausing to myself, ah, really a uh, leadership I uh, really want me to lead a connect. How, how, I'm not prepared. Hmm. But I think that that's the thing, right? When you're not ready, that's when God knows you're ready.
1: And yeah. that's
0: what I think what Casey Abel Waylon had saw, and Pastor Elisha, she actually called me, said Jesse. Yes, I spoke to KC, you're gonna lead a connect group. And I was like, oh. yeah. Yeah. I was just, you know, so unprepared, really caught off. But when I reflect back today, and, and that's why I that's why our values is called pause, reflect, and carry on. When I reflect mm. back today to that incident to now, mm. I realized that actually they already believed in me before I needed to prove myself to them. They already seen it. And mm, and mm. that was something I really took. Now mm. I look back, I'm very grateful. And that's why I, I have to mention leaders are somebody who believed in you as well before, mm. before you even yeah. need to prove, you prove know, yourself to them. You are already a leader, right? And that was something I took to heart when I read that quote. And that's what I think had transformed me to who I am today. But you, mm-hmm. but you see, we are still cont- uh, continuing to grow and and lead as well. Just as Casey said, I think we're all still growing and learning. Because yeah. if we're not growing and learning, there's no point of life mm. here. Challenges are there to, you know, push you and 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 to define who you are, right? And mm. challenges is also a way to also categorize your leader, uh, to your leadership and your mentorship. You know, and I definitely agree, uh what you just shared there Casey so really thank you for you know your input yep. into sharing uh, into this no problem. you know leadership and mentorship program Um, actually now, Jesse just yeah. to add on to what, what you said I, I just got the remembrance how I was called into my first leadership role to lead a connect group in Australia That back then I still hmm. remember very clearly okay my whole life my whole life I, I never helped any leadership role in school in you know university I, I never did i was always the guy who you know at the back one i was not a prefect i, w- I never got the award i never you know i was just that that fellow who is in the background one he's probably the noisy fellow or that's it you know so i never had any leadership, role just like yeah I, I don't know about you jesse but i think maybe you had some i had nothing and then one day out of the blue the connect group leaders in australia that was i was uh, in the church there the leaders actually asked me and said, Hey, you know, do you want to? We, we identify you as one of the potential leaders for Connect Group, and we want you to co lead with another friend, uh, another of the members. And right. I was like, Just like you. I said, What, God? You know, I don't have everything together. In fact, I still remember the first time when I was going to lead the care group, I was sitting in a car, I was early, and I was praying to God. And I said, God, you know, why you want to use me? I'm the worst fellow. You know, I, 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 I do this, I do that, you know, all this. I start quoting to God all my sins and all the things that I don't do right, you know, <laughs> all my partying and all the, the naughty things that I've done. I say, I have none of these qualities. Why do you want to use me? You know, and, and but I obey, I obey. And I think I, I took to heart when, when they told me to leave and I just went by faith, you know, and true enough, that was the beginning that propelled me. And since then, you know, uh, when I came back to, to Malaysia as well, you know, uh, I, I was also, so, uh, helping out in church and things like that and then soon in my company and you know it does it does resonate all the way but I, I, I think that's what you said Jesse you know we, we, we always question it but at the same time somebody saw something in us and I think that impacted us maybe if that never happened that leader that I had back then uh, I don't think he's watching now i have very hard to keep contact him but I think you know his name is Dale Brown He, he is actually uh, still in Australia in Melbourne a friend of mine a family friend of ours but I haven't seen him for a long time because of the pandemic but you know, if probably if he never, he and um, uh the other co-leader didn't see this potential in me, I probably wouldn't have been where I am today, you know. Yeah, so 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 it's really important. And I think if any of us are in position of leadership, uh actually you don't even need a position of leadership, right, Jesse. We can just encourage someone if we see certain skills that they have. And who knows, you know, that can really propel them forward as well. Yeah. I think what you say is really important uh, right mm. there, because I think that's where I took it from. That's where I took mm. the, the initiatives. I think, you know, let's, you know, speaking about that as this casual talk, how the map mm. came mm. about, how this mm. whole session came about. I had a session with Weidun as well. I also shared briefly with mm. you guys, but I think now just, you know, since we are talking about that leadership, I think anyone can be a leadership you know, yeah, it's about for sure. you know, taking that role. Are we, you know, stepping mm. up of our comfort zone? I, I think that yeah. was one of the reasons I think I'm now able to do what I do. Is mm. firstly, of course, you have people who believe in you before they you need to prove themselves. Secondly, it's whether you are willing to step out of the comfort zone mm. and just take it. Yeah. And I think one of the reasons why now I can run Connect Group, be a leader, and run this session was I just said, I'm mm. going to take up this challenge. I need to challenge myself. I need to step out the comfort zone. And speaking on this, I think anyone who is a leader, I think if you choose to step up, yeah, your, your your if you choose to step up, you know, um, one second. Sorry, just sorry. Uh, we have. Uh, some more stuff unexpectedly coming in today. So yep. I really don't really know what's going on. Somebody might be through more stuff coming on, guys. Sorry about this. <laughs> but you know, speaking about, you know, what I shared earlier is as long as you're willing, I think being obedient to what you're called mm. to and you are willing to say, look, this is not gonna be easy, but I'm gonna step up and do something I've never done, then you start seeing, hey, actually, I'm good at this. You know, mm-hmm. I, I can mm-hmm. do this. As long, I think the most key important thing I remember, Casey, you did mention this, Casey uh, and mm-hmm. Abel as well. I think you mentioned this. I think I remember clearly, was you ma- mentioned this, taking the initiative. Mm-hmm. When we take the initiative to step out, you see then the leadership potential in yourself to grow. Yeah. I think that's, yeah. that's I think, how I came to be and decided Guys, you know, I sat down with Wendy and a couple of my Mm. core members who are tuning in today. I just said, guys, you know, let's do it. You know, um, I don't know how we're going to do it, but let's just do it. There's a calling for us to call to build faith and encourage people during this time. I just said, let's do it. Whether I'm leader or not, it doesn't matter, but let's just do it together. And I think it's so essential when we we do it Mm. together, you start seeing each and everyone's ability, but you also start to see your own self-development to become a leader, to take the initiative, and then you start growing in confidence as well. And I think that's how this whole MAP thing came about. And that's how ever since I think I, I've been inspired, like whether to lead Connect Group anytime, um, it it's no longer something I fear, it's something now I look forward to. Mm-hmm. So absolutely agree. We, and hopefully for those who are tuning in here, Cheryl uh, and on Zoom as well, you know, leadership, Mm. Is there's no qualification for leadership if I may say so? Yeah, no, you don't need a qualification to be a leadership. You can be a leader in your own right. Mm. And so, you know, with that said, Casey, um, uh, we've already talked about that yeah. a little bit, but you know, let's go back a little bit. Um, in your journey in your career path, as I say. I'm sure, you know, and how you are, where you are today, director of Y Associates right now. I'm sure along the way, right, there are some challenges that you have faced, you know, and the reason I I, I like this to to ask is because through the challenges that that we go through uh, and how we overcome the challenges, this is where we all get inspired from because maybe some people may be going through a similar situation, maybe not. But even so, whoever is mm. listening to this could be blessed because I, you never know, somebody may be also going through a similar situation and when they hear this story, they be like encouraged. So along your journey back to your, your mm. career, when you came out from studies yep. to here, to where you are yep. today, I'm sure you face challenges. Mm. Um, perhaps you could Definitely. share if you're okay you know, to share with Trust. us on some, on, uh, on some of them and how do you overcome these challenges? I will share with you guys something that's very personal to my heart, uh, which I have not shared with many people. I've only shared this one other time, uh, I think in one of the young adults gathering in church. Uh, One of the challenges that I had when I was uh, coming out and moving in the industry was I suffered from anxiety and depression. Mm. This was ongoing for many, many years. Um, I think I first had this anxiety attack when I was studying uh, in university. In um in, in university because I was in law course and I think uh the pressure was very high you know at that time and that's where I, you know I always had problems with my health and also my mental state you know anxiety and depression so I don't know any of you out there who are suffering from anxiety basically anxiety just means uh you get anxiety attacks palpitations you know you have regular visits to the doctor you've done your ECG but of course if you have any problems your heart or anything uh you know you any Anything that you feel that you don't feel well, you should see a doctor. But I'm talking about when you see a doctor and actually all is clear and you're still having these issues, you know, and, and on and off, you know, it did creep up in my career life over the last uh, more than 20 years of my life, you know, of course, uh, thank God I'm healed, okay, and I've recovered uh, almost completely on and off. I do have some relapses that happen depending on situations, but that was something that I really faced growing up because there, there was so much pressure on me, I felt. And sometimes the world does this to you. Or if you come from a very prominent uh, uh family, you know, okay, mine's not a very prominent family. Sometimes I wonder how Jesse comes through from that, you know. If you can't handle the pressure, it's very difficult. But I came when I say prominent, it means in probably in the industry level, because my father was very successful in, in the insurance business. So I was like coming to his shadow. So it's really, really challenging and all this. All this enormous pressure, you know, to graduate from law school, not to waste money studying overseas, all these kind of things, you know, it really piled onto me. And I suffered from this for many, many years in secret, in secret, actually. So uh, many people don't know about this. So it's a real thing that you suffer. But the most important thing is to seek help, okay, and to actually find people who um, you can speak to and pray with you. You know, going to church is very important. That's why I say church is so important to me because if it wasn't for them, I probably wouldn't have recovered from this. I wouldn't have met all this success. But now that I look at it this way, you know, all these things happen, the anxiety and the depression. Sometimes I remember I have anxiety. I could not sleep for, for months, you know, weeks. You know, it's not a joke. You know, you can't sleep at all at night. It's, it's very scary sometimes. So if any of you are suffering from all these things, I want you to know, um, number one, you're not the only one going through this, okay? a lot of successful people and a lot of people who are up there, they don't share with you this thing because they want you to see their Instagram life and everything is perfect out there, but it's not. It's not. Sometimes life throws a curveball at you. You know, I think Jesse also, uh, he's gone through a lot himself, you know, even from, from his family background or whatever he studies, all of us have. But even yourself, you know, you have gone through this as well. You know, uh, these are challenges that come to you. But I want you to know that the one of the greatest research, and I think my wife shared this recently, you know, uh, in, in her artwork as well, Banjengen Designs. A shout out to her. If you want Christian inspiration artwork, please go to banjengendesigns.com, okay? Uh, because when my wife, she she does this art, right? She's inspired by God's scripture. And one of them is, you know, uh, breaking of the dawn, you know? And I think Pastor shared it recently. We've been sharing it recently. Like how when it's so dark, everything is so dark, that means that dawn is coming. So if any of us, you know, any of you, you look at my life and say, "Hey, look! It's glamorous. It's good. You know, it is fantastic." Casey, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna be like you, you know, things like that. Know that there was also challenges that I went through. Just like every one of us, we're not perfect, okay? Anxiety, depression—these are real things, you know, Jesse. Especially in our community in Asian context, nobody wants to admit it. I realize, because it's like a taboo. Everybody talk about sickness, but they never talk about mental illness. This is very important. So. But of course, through God's word and, you know, scripture and healing and support, you know, care group, counseling, all this will help you. Uh, And if, of course, medical uh, intervention is necessary, you need to see a doctor, a psychiatrist, psychologist, go for it, you know. But if you're looking at all these things, know that even no matter how dark life ever becomes in you, the sunlight always comes. Dawn will always come. And that's how God works. And I think that's amazing because this is how, you know, we need to be reminded of these things if I had not had the teaching and the reminders of God's word uh, from IRC and from the care group and uh, Pastor Joshua, Pastor Kerry and ILC, you know, I would have never, never, never experienced any of these things that I'm experiencing. I think I I think I wouldn't even be alive, to be honest. I might have, you know, been, uh, uh, you know, uh, not as successful or things that go through in my life. So, but, you know, all these things that happen to us, there's always a reason and God can always bring us out of it. Lah. And of course, right now, I'm fine. You know, God has healed me. I have I have a, I have a wife and a kid, and you know I have a happy family life, and you know things things are going well. I'm expecting more from God. Yes, Benjamin, who's at the back. See, he's, he's getting. He wants hello, to come into the picture as well. Good. Hi, Say hello. Say hello. Yeah. But yeah, so so that's the thing. You know, I think that was the greatest challenge I ever had, personal challenge in my life. Uh, but you know, we can come through it. You know, sometimes you find that the healing is not instantaneous because for mine it took many years, many many years. Of, of, of you know hearing his word and all these things but and and you know communicating and doing you know mixing with the right people but you know you can really see that no matter what we go through right there's always a reason uh, God can always bring us up for it the most important thing is you need to believe that and you need to know who your God is and who is on your side I think that's important yeah so that's my my challenge uh, that I went through yeah Great. I think you've already shared, you know, you've already did, um, uh, you know, some, sorry, one second. More presents, Jesse. Uh, yeah, I'm just being notified, like, <laughs> things coming in. I'm so sorry. Um, it's going to happen a little bit on and off, but no, okay. I think... I think you've, you've really shared about you know, words of encouragement and motivation. I'm mm. not sure you know, you've really summed that up in this. Um, so really, thank you, Casey, for your time today. Um, yep. So what we're, going My to pleasure. Go, what we're going to go through right now is we're going to go and check out the questions on the QR code. Um, but before we do that, I guess there was one question from Gary, well, uh, which is, what is the differences between will and trust on the chat? Right. Okay. This is this is a very difficult one to answer on a very short time. Yeah. Uh, but I can give you a simplified understanding of it if I can. A will is your something you execute when you die. Basically, there's a will. My last will. You know, people call this my last will. <laughs> it means when you die, this is your final wishes, who to distribute, who to give, things like that. Okay, that's that's what a will is. A trust is normally created okay, is normally created when you are alive. It means, for example, Jesse is my good friend, okay? And I say, Jesse, uh, I'm going to entrust some money to you, but I want you to to give it to my son, for example, when he needs it to study. But everything Jesse will hold for me is trust. That's what a trust is. So a trust can also be created through a will, but most of the time for a trust to be very effective for estate distribution purposes. I think Gary, you're asking for estate distribution purposes. Uh, then you need to do it as a living will, uh, as a living trust. So the trust can be done before the will. Run. So uh, the other one, uh, just an extra for you all. If you're wondering whether a will is stronger than a trust, the answer is a trust is stronger than the will. Okay. So this is more of a estate planning and distribution. If you want to, uh, find out more, you can always drop me a DM, okay, I can talk to you about this, you can schedule a call, or I can get my team to, to help you with it, no problem, yeah. Thanks, thanks Casey, yeah. so I think there's three questions here, I think yeah. one already is, you already, oh, okay, I think it was a bit more elaborate, was this, hi Casey, what's the difference between legacy planning and versus trust, I think you already sort of talked about real and trust, yeah. there, but if there's further yeah. on uh, guys, um, yeah, hit to my Associates or just drop me yep. uh, a text to me and I will relay all- re- all- uh, the message to Casey and let's see how you can take it from there or on yep, Facebook. Yep, yep. You can Correct. search up for Casey on Facebook as well or Why uh, Associates. Instagram. Uh, just, just find Instagram. me on Instagram just, uh. drop yeah. him, uh, Instagram. just drop me a DM. I'm more active yep. there. Yeah, He's more active yep. on uh, Instagram. Mm. You can drop him a message there. Yep. Um, but here's one of the questions. So that's done. Uh, what makes to you, what makes a great leader mentor and who inspires you? I think you talked about who inspired wow. you earlier, but maybe let's yeah, say yeah, to help yeah. all, anyone apart from that friend uh, inspire mentor, you. While huh? so, so I'll give you some time to, to think on that, maybe I will sure. I just share a bit. Um, sure. So Apart from Casey and Abel and Loon, I look up to perhaps John Maxwell as one of a great leader, as Casey has mentioned. That is somebody who inspires me as well you know outside from this circle of friends it has to be speaker i'll say john maxwell you know one is one of maybe the top in fact if you see my quotes on ig they're mostly from john maxwell so yeah for me but Mm -hmm. yeah back to you kc i think um specifically i don't have one mentor i didn't really have much of a mentorship to be honest right Um, that's something that i i didn't really have growing up and all this. But I suppose one of the mentors that I would look up to, uh, if I'll just put it very, very, very clearly, it would probably be Pastor Joshua from our church, <laughs> our, our senior pastor from RLC. Um, Where I've been consuming his messages for fifteen over years and probably twenty years by now, uh, I would look at him as a mentor for business. Uh, and I find that the the materials and the content, uh, you know, uh, if, some of the things that they teach in kingdom classes you know jesse i think they can monetize it and and you know become some motivational session and make lots and lots of money i'm not joking uh, but we get it for free and and you know free doesn't mean it's bad you know it's really good materials and things like that so i've I've grown up a lot of that and i've experienced a lot of breakthroughs because of that so i think pastor joshua will be one of my mentors indirectly Um, probably that's about it in books i read in general and things like that obviously bible um, probably another mentor in the industry would be my father, la, my own personal father, you know, um, he, he, he has uh, done it all, he's very successful in the industry, he, he's like a, he's like very well known, la, you know, 30 or 40 years he's been running it and, uh, you know, that inspires me as well la, that, that he can do it and, you know, he he, he really came from rags to riches, like, you know, he came from a small town with no water and no, no fire and then, you know, uh, <laughs> No water, no non no no fire, no electricity, no water, no electricity. You know the kampong, the kampong life one. (laughs) So he he brought us into such a different level and we you know we we are so much better now today because of him. So I think that would be a mentor. Yeah. Absolutely agree. Um, I think that said, um, to you, what for you, uh Casey, Mm. what makes a great leader a mentor? Because um Mm you know, for me, what makes a great leader and mentor to me is someone who believes in you, and and yeah. even before they see the potential in you, they, they already believe in you. Like how you, mm-hmm. Weilun, and Abel, especially Pastor Elisha and Pastor Joshua, how they planted the seed. They said, no, you're ready to go out and lead. I think back in yeah. 20, 2009, uh, that was mm-hmm. when I think Weilun also, you you know about this, and we can testify, sorry put you on the spot again, but 2009 very mm-hmm. Ray famous yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes he is you gotta get him he on you gotta get him. him on i have to i'm waiting for him to mm. you know let me know when he can yeah. but i it was in 2009 where i was just you know trussed up into the main music ministry straight you know mm. from i only perhaps served two years in the youth two to three years before i remember i was 18 i just graduated from my spm and i was like Pastor Elisha said, no, you're ready to grow up and serve in the main music ministry. I was just looking at myself, do I have the potential? Yes, I have all these gifting and skills hmm. that God give me. But I look at it I was like, maybe I'm not, you know, that was me back then. I was just saying, maybe I'm not good enough to be up there yet because I, I haven't had have this experience like Wei Loon Francis and uh, Uncle Andrew Kwan. I'm like, I, I can't. I don't know. But yet, they still put the belief in me. No, you're ready. You're up there. We're going to put you up there. And that was one of the things that I saw that really helped form and shape me and even connect group. I think it was two years ago, that's mm. that the example mm. I shared with you yeah. earlier, that you yourself, Casey and Pastor Elisha had saw, no, you're ready to be. When I was like, absolutely no, I'm not ready. <laughs> right? Mm. But mm. I think that, to me, was what makes a great leader and mentor, somebody who believes in you, even as you you know, you mm. you don't really see it yourself. So yeah, I'm not sure about yourself. That's that's on yeah. my end, but you know, but in yeah. your case, well. I, you I, I I I agree 100 uh, percent now that you've shared this, you know, someone who believes in you. I think that's very important to look out for a leader mentor. Um, and there I think there are a lot of people who are willing to mentor uh, for free nowadays, you know. Even to, to inspire you if you want to, if you're just willing to ask, uh, some of the industry leaders and mentors, some of them are actually open to mentor one. I know there are some who are. So I think that's something that uh you know uh is important. The other quality you want to look for is probably a leader that can um, you know, maybe not to say have all the answers, but probably they can inspire you to be someone better. Lah. I think that, that is leadership, uh, and that's a quality that's important. Someone who can inspire you. Uh, to be a better version of yourself, to grow, you know, to move forward. I think that's that would be a leadership quality. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely agree with that. And I think, mm-hmm. as you said, it, you want you, as a leader, you want them to do better than you have set out for them, and which is what yeah, AC sure. has done. I I I'll definitely say it. that's why in this session, why I call it the mentor special, because the legacy you left behind in me in running Connect groups. I'm using things that I've never done before, using slides, using animation GIFs to try and get attention yeah. because in lockdown. And you know, it all started from, you know, you guys, like the the, mm. the seeds yourself and wow. you have planted in myself. And that's where I started saying, okay, how can we make connect group fun, right? How do we yeah. interact yeah. more? And that's how leadership, I think to me, that was the key thing, how I took the seeds from you guys was that from there, how do I want to, you know, pass this down to the next group of people. And I believe mm. it's always, you know, for those tuning in, I, I really took this from Casey and Able. This was the leadership, the impact they left on me was mm. how they really trust me and say, you know, Jesse, you run a connect group, you know, you see how you're going to run it, you know, we, we trust you to run it. And that was true then. Mm. I told myself, wow, you mm. know, and Pastor Elisha mm. and Casey entrusted me to lead the connect group. I was just saying, they gave me a task. How can I make it better than what Casey, you know, they have already entrusted me to do. And that was where I said, let's, let's do better than what they task me. Because we are called to do better than the previous generation. Just like Casey has mentioned about his father, the story, they leave the kids, Amen. they leave your parents leave us a better life to give us a better life and better better things to do, right? I think that's that's a a saying about that. Your parents work so that they can give the kids a better life. I think I look at that as also as a leadership. What do we do to help others so that they can be better Mm. than us rather than we comparing, oh, he's a better leader. I can't do it. When we start comparing with one another and we start seeing the fruits in other people's growth, like, oh, rather than saying, oh, he's better than me, no. But if we start seeing, as how Casey and Abel had saw in me, they didn't say, oh, no, he's going to do better than me. No, they they all said, no, I want him to groom him. I want him to be better than what I did. Then you start seeing the fruits. Planted. I mm. didn't see it until, I would say, last year, or the end of 2019, I started seeing the fruits being planted. And that's so important for us, hopefully for those who are tuning in, that's important mm. for us to grasp. Uh, it's hmm. not about comparing, but it's looking at growing uh growing each other up you know so yeah, I really wanna just i have to share this because this is something that impact k c and Abel had left in my time here these two years and in and and in, in running this program. this program is now officially coming to one year this map program, and this is all the impact that the leaders k c uh, Abel and even Weilun have played a part in this role even if y'all may not know it but that's the impact they have left so thank you guys Weilun, KC, tuning in live and Abel who, if you're tuning in here right now, if not we will talk later on for a live session so thank you again um, the next question from someone is what do you do when you're under pressure <laughs> oh wow, under pressure um if I can escape, then I'll probably listen to worship music and pray right. to God. Yeah, that's one of the things I would handle it very practically. Uh, if I cannot escape and I'm still there under pressure, then sometimes I would say a short prayer, you know, and say, God, you know, <laughs> you, you can do all things like, you know, you help me in this thing. So that that's what I would do. I think knowing that uh, God can take care of a lot of things in our lives, you know, will, will help you to to be less stressed. Let's it that way a lot of things we stress over are things that probably never happen or are the worst case scenario so there there you go you know? so I think that's how I would under under and under pressure you know? great great and I think this question, the last and not least is really good i I think because I'm not sure if this person mm. you know heard your story about how your father left a legacy to you you know mm. his, in the industry, so I think this question was. I, I believe so. La. And I would thought you know, that's my understanding. La. If you could give mm. one advice to your son today, your daddy, mm. what would it be? Uh, this one is quite easy. <laughs> now that I have a son, I can say. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say, you know, always know that mommy and daddy loves you no matter what you do and what you achieve in life. And always know that God loves you and Jesus loves you more than mommy and daddy loves you combined and no matter what happens okay, in life, you can always go back to God, you can always go back to Jesus, no matter what happens in life that would be the advice I give him today, I like yeah. what you just shared there, because it's so important to share that with, mm-hmm. you know, whether our kids in future, because sometimes, you know it, going back to what you just said about depression, mm-hmm. it's real, and some of them, they don't know how to handle it, they don't know whether mm-hmm. God will yeah. give them, and some of them, they Correct. just you know give up on God, but When you tell them how much God loves you and God still accepts you, even though you made mistakes in the past, God already knew, I think, when when you make mistakes. Because, you know, we were were not born perfect. Adam and Eve already made the sin. Yet, you Mm. know, what happened also, God still forgave them. He only punished them, right? But he did not say, no, I don't forgive you. But he just punished them and disciplined them. You know, I think in the whole book of testament, a lot of the stories. I just learned this as well. You know, reflecting back on the book of Old Testament, um, if you look at the stories, a lot of them, even Moses, also right, they made mistakes, right. But mm. God did yeah. not what they went back to God. They, they 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 went through. Yes, they went through certain punishment. God just put that, but the punishment was not out of what it was out of love. To discipline mm. them and to point them back into God's direction, and yeah. I so think in today's context, it's so important to tell people that God still loves you even though you make the mistakes. And when you do that, I think what Casey has mentioned—that's the way we can encourage people and and you know uh, empower them today. As what our session today with Casey is all about, you know, you know with that. Shared Casey, thank you so much for sharing and taking your time. And spending. My pleasure. Right, yeah. um, so for you guys, if you like to tune in to this session, uh, for those on Facebook tuning in, um, and here, you can find our session with Casey up shortly, uh, on Spotify, your life. and Apple Podcasts. Ng, hello, um. And you can also, uh, if you like to, if you're using your phone right now, if you want to check out uh, our uh, MAD podcast, you can take your phone and scan the QR code. We will link you to our podcast channel. Of course, the session with Casey won't be up right now. It'll be up maybe later today or sometime this week. So you can check that session out um, real soon. Um, And what we usually do is we do a bit of recommendation week. Uh, recommending pages and everything. Uh, today, I, I, I just spoke to one of our fellow Church members, her name is Teresa. So Teresa, tuning in, um, she's running this uh, page called Anime. She told me, let me just uh, read out to you what she's mentioned because this is something I think, you know, at this time, uh, the Met is not just about empowering and encouraging people, but the Met is also about supporting people as well during this time um, in bringing awareness. Um, so a little bit about Quanimate I will share with you a bit. It's basically, you know, it's about a page why she run this. It's about for her to post about her animation work, uh, which also encourages her to learn more. And so I believe in what she says here is also to encourage us as well to learn more. And you can see she is just after the page. Um, so basically, it's about animation. Anything you like to see and do. Uh, you can check her page out I think it's really interesting Especially this Bible verse here You can see here TXP rest Betty 11 verse 28 You can see there So that's our recommendation week You can follow her on uh, Instagram And if you guys Live on Facebook Or whether you're tuning in on Zoom If you have anybody Who you think they need to be recommended uh, need, Or you believe can be recommended Do drop us a line on our page And we will recommend them live during our sessions so that we we can support one another you know Jesus you know we are here as a community to support one another so if you do have any recommendations that we can post please drop us a like drop us on whether our Matt Instagram page or on our Matt Facebook page and we'll be more than happy to just recommend your pages up um Yeah, with with that said, sorry, just had a, another one. Um with that's it. um tonight we have another session, uh which is at 9 30 pm. He's my other mentor, another friend, and uh, somebody who's also impacted my life, Papa KC. His name is Abel Chia. Now when I work with Abel, Abel was Alpha Malaysia. I used to work after him and under his mentorship. Uh today he is the CEO of Alpha Asia Pacific and he's also the service pastor of Holy Trinity Forgive in Time Church So tonight uh, This session starts at 9.30pm So hopefully We'll see you guys there uh, At 9.30pm tonight uh, Later on tonight uh, With that uh, We'll end our session for today Our live session So for those on the Facebook page Thank you for tuning in guys And we'll see you next And uh, we'll see you later This evening Goodbye Bye everyone